welcome again to Gethsemane Sundays from Gethsemane Lutheran Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Our presiding minister is Reverend Deborah Muter, music by Aaron Smith. The following was recorded for Sunday, February 14th, 2021. Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly they looked around and saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to to you, you, O Christ. Christ. You may be seated. To you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus, who is the Christ. Amen. I want to give you a little quiz, okay? Right now, on the days of the church year based on Jesus' life. That'll be pretty easy. You think you know the answers to this one? We'll start, we'll start easy. Christmas is what? Jesus' birthday. Good. Easter is resurrection, when Jesus was raised from the dead. It comes just a few days after Good Friday, which is what? Right, when he was crucified. A little bit harder, maybe. What about the epiphany? What happened on the Epiphany? The wise, we got some good Sunday school students here, right? The wise men came to see baby Jesus. Um, and then the baptism of our Lord, if you can't get that one, okay, I mean, because it's self explanatory. Jesus was baptized in the baptism of our Lord. But what about the one that we are remembering today? The one for which I'm wearing white. White is here. We have white, shiny. John, can you get for a minute the the white, shiny Jesus up on the cross? We don't want to miss him. Maybe that's not appropriate to call him shiny Jesus. He is the triumphant Christ. But I don't know how well you can see it if you're not in person, but that gold is shiny, and it should be. That is not Epiphany. This is the caps, the closing of Epiphany. This is the transfiguration. That's the one that we might miss. Transfiguration is one of the major days of the church year, and it is a pivotal point, a turning point in Jesus' ministry, and yet it's one that I think that most of us are not as familiar with. I'm going to retell the story a little bit just so we're extra familiar with it. If you're like me, hearing something a couple times makes it sink in a little bit better. 
In this, Jesus is in the midst of his ministry. It, whether you read it in Matthew, Mark, or Luke, it's, it's just right in the middle of healing and, and casting out demons and teaching. And one day he just says to Peter, James, and John, kind of his little executive committee, come on, we're going to go on a little retreat. And they go up on a mountain by themselves. While they're up there, out of the blue, as far as we can tell, Jesus suddenly gets all shiny white and bright, glowing like the sun. And not only does Jesus get bright and shining, Moses and Elijah, who keep in mind, you don't have to know a lot of Bible uh, chronology to know that they've been dead a long time, right? And they appear right there, and they're having this very cordial little chat with Jesus, apparently. Now keep in mind, the whole time Peter, James, and John are standing there watching this, one must assume with their mouths hanging open. I would be, for sure. And Peter, the guy who's always about doing something, jumps in and wants to do something and says, hey, Jesus, I got an idea. We'll make three tents, three little dwelling places, so you and Moses and Elijah can be nice and comfortable. We'll just settle in right here, no problem. Who knows? what was going on with Peter. Well, actually, Mark is gracious enough to tell us. He was terrified. He might have been in shock. Who knows if he even knew what he was saying. And Peter's answer then comes not from the mouth of Jesus or Moses or Elijah, but from the action and the voice of God in the heavens. And it's not really even an answer to his question as much as it is the answer about what they and we are supposed to do, supposed to, what the take-home, as we say, is from all of this. And here it comes. A cloud blows over the mountain. You might call it fog. That's basically the same thing. Covering all of them. They can't see anything. Not even shiny Jesus at this point. And a voice cuts through that cloud, loud and clear. This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. Sorry, Morgan Freeman wasn't available to do the voiceover, so I just had to kind of improvise a little bit. But those are the words. This is my son whom I love. Listen to him. Does it sound familiar at all? Especially those, those three phrases in order like that. You might remember that just five weeks ago, we celebrated the baptism of our Lord, and the voice came from heaven, and that time speaking the words to Jesus, saying, you are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Those three pieces in that message, so similar. Well, identical, really. Different point of view, but identical in the first two. That was Jesus. At his baptism, that was Jesus' message of comfort and approval from God. That was the oomph that kept Jesus going as he sprung into his ministry from there. That, that message today that we heard, though, as we hear about the transfiguration, is not directed to Jesus. It's about Jesus. It's directed to all followers of Jesus, to Peter, James, and John, and every one of us who follow now, and those will come even after us. This is my son, God is telling us. I love him. Listen to him. That's our message today and every day. It's our message as we head down the mountain, 
ourselves from Christmas and Epiphany season and prepare to begin the season of Lent. It is our message every day reminding us who we follow and what we are supposed to do. We follow Jesus, God's own son. Our job, to listen to him. That's it. That's the message today. Listen to Jesus. So we might ask, how will we listen to Jesus today? How will we hear what he has to say to us? Well, usually to listen to someone, you've got to stay pretty close, right? We need to make sure that we're opening our Bibles, reading his word and hearing what it has to say, whether it's a verse, a chapter, or the whole thing, something. We need to stay close to him by serving him through serving others. We need to ask his forgiveness for our sins each day and start over in the wonderful promise that he gives us of forgiveness. We get all of that when we listen to Jesus. And of course, we know we are to do this, and yet here we are learning it and hearing it again. Good. We all need it. We need to push away the other voices that tell us what to do, no matter where they come from. We need to ask God's guidance to so that we can hear him direct us and lead us. We will follow Jesus, the one who was transfigured in a shiny mass of bright white light on the that day on the mountain. We will listen to that Jesus who went to another hill later to die on the cross for us. We will listen to this Jesus who was raised to new life and promises to share that resurrection life with us when we depart from this life. We will follow Jesus and we will listen to him. By the way, there's more to the story that I didn't finish off. After the cloud and the great voice, the three disciples look around and everything's done. The whole vision is over. Cloud is gone, Elijah's gone, Moses is gone, just regular old non-shiny Jesus standing there with, the, with them. Their retreat time was over and they packed up to walk back down the mountain again. And while they're walking down to the mountain, Jesus says, hey, you know all that stuff you saw and the words and Moses and Elijah? And he said, just do me a favor for now, would you? Just hang on to that information. Don't tell anybody until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. Imagine that. And you know what they said to each other? They didn't say, wasn't that amazing? They didn't say, how are we going to keep that to ourselves? They didn't say, can you even believe it? I'm not sure if it really happened. They said, what does he mean by rising from the dead? Do I sound thick when I say what they were saying? Because I think they were, and I think we are. We don't always get it. They didn't understand, and that's okay. We need to know that those disciples didn't always get it, and that's okay. We don't always get it, and that's okay. Eventually, it became clear to them, and you know how I know that? We're here now sharing this story with one another. We have the story now to learn and share, and most of all, 
we continue to learn because we continue to do what God's voice said. Listen. Listen to Jesus. Amen. This has been a Wing Shout production.